Good morning, and how's everybody doing today? This is Perrin Lovett for the Prepper Post News, courtesy of Freedom Prepper. And it is Black Friday, Friday, November 27th, I think, 2020. And uh, before we get into it today, um, we've got uh, Santa Claus boost, oops, <laughs> boosted up the tree by the reindeer. And uh, somewhere around here, there's a, uh, there's a little Christmas tree that I got. You can't quite uh, you see the star at the top because it was a dollar and, you know, a dollar didn't include a star. I may try to fix that later and put some little lights on it because I spare no expense for you. And I read a few of the comments uh, about the, uh, the environs in here. Um, jury's still out on wall de decorations. Um, I, I think this is, it's American flag enough even has the eagle and as you saw yesterday sometimes we even do break out the bible so uh but i, I certainly appreciate all the uh all the comments particularly about my uh eyes contrasting off of the walls oh yeah it may be one of those those shows today but i've, I've got some i as i said yesterday i i didn't want to burden you with too much of the uh the heavy news of the week, um, and some of this is backed up from last week, but I think today is is the day. I want to hear what you have to say, certainly about our feature topic, but also about anything else that you want to comment on, because your comments are just fantastic. And share the uh, share the channel. Uh, click around. Uh, you know, send it to uh, people who are not necessarily on YouTube all the time, friends, relatives, acquaintances. And kind of spread the word. I want to get the subscriber base up to a good 10 million or so. Or 10,000. Something like that. It's quality, not quantity here. And you you certainly do your part every day to help. Also, I want to give a plug for some of the other uh, uh, videos uh, that are put up by Freedom Prepper. Uh, we've got a, a growing bevy of things we're working on. Most of these are just Prepper tips. Uh, similar to what you find at other channels, but with our flair. And yeah, there there is a, a, a variety of robot voices on those. Um, you know, I it takes quite a while to film these short segments and quite a while to do the post-production. So uh, sometimes the bots help. But in the future, you may look for some interviews here and some more topics. Um, there, there are some things that I promise that I really got to get to. Let's get right into today. It's Black Friday, and Black Friday matters. Um, and I, in the article at Freedom Prepper, uh, I kind of, I have a goofy title, and it's, I chose it because it, this year and today, it makes a little bit of sense. But what I want to get at is, uh, the question I have for you is, what do you think of the, the direction that uh, our side is taking, and I know our side is kind of a, a vague uh, uh, phenomenon. You know, when I, I came on, I was told that Freedom Prepper was a bunch of conservatives, libertarians, and Christians, and by and large, that's what I see. I, and I think it's safe to say that we are on the right, and welcome if you're a, a left-wing prepper among us or a uh, uh, political atheist among us. That's that's fine. Um, I. Uh, I drift all over the place on the hard right, um, and I, I I just wonder about certain things. Um, we've got a lot going on. Uh, you know, there's a lot of distractions still in the news. 
I've got a couple of stories about that. But we're we're facing one of the biggest uh, messes and decision making processes in American history, and you know it's going to go one way or the other. And I understand the uh, you know the the keeping up of hopes. Um, I take it that the average person here, if if they're not an outright supporter of Trump, takes Trump as the uh, proverbial lesser of two evils. Um, there's an accelerationist in me that would almost welcome a Biden presidency just to move things along. Although I'm probably more happy to have another four years to uh, to get ready for the future because it's coming sooner or later, whether we want it or not. Um, but I, you know, I've written some letters to Trump uh, the past uh, almost four years, and I've got a link to the uh, contact the White House uh, uh, page on the internet. I'm going to have that at Freedom Prepper. It's not too late. If you want to give uh, President Trump your two cents, uh, you can do that. Don't expect much more than a form letter back. But along the years, I've, I've tried to just give him kind words, uh, congratulations here and there, a little inspiration. And some of uh, my advice on how to solve some of these problems, some of which he's dealing with right now, in the courts, uh, in the legislatures, possibly going to Congress. And uh, there are mechanisms. There are mechanisms. I'm not going to go into what they are, but I, I've told him. Uh, some of these letters I published here and there, some in redacted form, some I did not publish. But precedent has been set in this country and laws have been enacted. Um, if you're under attack on multiple fronts, if you're commander-in-chief, there is a lot you can do. Obama did it. Bush did it. Abraham Lincoln certainly did it. So, you know, I'm, I will suggest that perhaps it's time that Trump go full Lincoln, full Sulla uh, for the classicist among us. But I want to know what you think. Um, and, don't, you know, and you can tell me whatever you want to. I, I welcome all comments. Um, try to avoid despair. We're talking about options. Um, I want you to, you know, keep on the, the white pill or the red pill, whatever color the pill, just not the black pill. Um, but things are going to go one way or the other, and I want to know what you think, one, about the way they're going, and how, what level do you think we should, uh, not we, but people in certain offices, should go to to uh, ensure the survival of Western civilization is what it comes down to in the United States. Just just think about that. Um, also, here we go. We've got some evidence, somewhat related to this. Um, I don't want to run afoul of the uh, Associated Press, which I, I link to a story they have. Uh, great newswire for what it is for some things. But there's certain <clears throat> evidence floating around about a thing. And uh, I've got a great, great, great uh, post from Vox Day. He wrote it in response to something Rush Limbaugh had said. And it's funny, we have all these, you know, uh, spokespeople on the right. And for some reason, especially the, cons the quote-unquote conservatives, those William F. Buckley types, they, they don't conserve anything because they're always ready to buckle, give in, and give up. And Rush was like everybody else, like Tucker Carlson even, disputing this certain evidence. Well, that's not really evidence. You know, you haven't proven anything to me. But Vox 
does a great job of summing up what we already have, what we, you know, I'm, what some people already have. The evidence is devastating. We know the programmer who developed the, uh, the software. I'm not reading this verbatim, don't want to run afoul. Uh, we know the Serbian team that programmed the software. We know its algorithm. We can replicate certain totals as they, uh, as they were recorded. We can uh, match a certain data feed to certain media networks uh, in live, in real time, uh, from all these different broadcasts that were headed over to a server in Germany, which allegedly they already have. But Rush is underwhelmed because, not picking on anybody, this is Vox picking on somebody. He's a boomer, and he doesn't know how to use, well, we don't need to insult poor Rush. Um, we have millions of things that may have been shifted around that this evidence, plain, and this is all court admissible direct evidence and uh, uh, direct eyewitness testimony. Um, you're you're going to get more and more affidavits out of this. Back to my central question, does that matter? If we have all the evidence in the world and nobody uses it, what then? Back to Vox, it's infuriating that certain people in the media, A, won't accept the simple statement without evidence, and then B, reject the evidence when it's presented because it's too complicated. Take a look at that and uh, keep the chins up uh, because, you know, I, I still, I'm holding out, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about something that other people disagree with me on. I don't want to catch any banners, don't want to get, you know, shadow banned. But if the other side does, in fact, prevail, you can look forward to more of the same, more of the pre-2016 uh, conditions in Washington, D.C. Uh, that, we, that we've had for decades. And you can already see this in certain nominal suggested appointments. Um, it's looking like a, a departure from a America first, uh, in name at least, back to globalism first. I've got a story and another story. It's all, you know, it all starts with uh, Janet Yellen. I talked about this the other day. The former uh, chairman, chairwoman, madam chairman of the Federal Reserve uh, is oddly being uh, strongly considered for treasury secretary. And it's, if, if things work out, that will probably happen and it will perpetuate this insidious tradition of taking people from places like Goldman Sachs, putting them in the Fed, sending them to the, to the treasury or from the treasury to the Fed, all to, to keep control of the, uh, the fake money and to keep the, uh, all the other things going. Uh, that's the alternative. Um, and somebody, somebody raised an excellent question in a comment, and I can't even remember who it was or what it was, but I replied with a link to a Gary Barnett post about uh, what's really going on, about the real, the real plague that's upon us, and it's probably this great reset, um, which is not so great in my opinion, and I think many of you agree. I put a link to that as well. And it brings up a question, you know, is it time to leave? You know, because a lot of people are asking themselves, well, do I stay? Do I, you know, stay in the shadows? Do I stay and fight? Or do I just pick up and run? And you can always tell when any great nation is falling apart, many of the elites that help destroy it, like rats off a sinking ship, they run away. And what do we see in the news at Bloomberg? We've got all of these uh, very, very wealthy, powerful, connected Americans or U.S. citizens who have secured second passports, golden passports, and they are, in fact, fleeing the mess that they helped create. Good riddance. 
be gone. And God help the people where you uh, you show up next time. If they if they come in and they have some uh, some named examples of some big tech, big media uh, names you will know, uh, keep an eye on them because they will always, always, always seek to replicate the mess from their own home that they help make when they get to their new home. And now for the rest of us, for the rest of us, travel is it's already you know crazy enough as is. They want to make it crazier. And I saw this story out of uh, communist China. They were just chomping at the bit to uh, execute a new form of a digital passport to uh, to to get around a certain uh, <clears throat> uh, pandemic. Uh, this would uh, you know it's mark of the beast tracking. And I I said well this this is I'm going to write this off. I'm not even going to bother the people with this. Turns out I don't have to because you have the exact same thing now. Not just proposed, but apparently in the advanced stages of development, coming not from a communist government in Asia, but from airlines all over the world, many of them private corporations. And libertarians never forget that a corporation is just a fake person. It, it's a fake person created to dodge responsibility, and it starts as a government-mandated uh, entity. You have to start with that charter. It's an extension of the government for purposes of, you know, fill-in-the-blank, uh, avoidance of uh, liability. Um, so these private private companies are coming up with the exact same thing that uh, the, the communist uh, would give us. And you will either have to, if it you know, if it comes to pass, and, and things like this have a way of sneaking up and happening and never going away. Um, you know, we know so much about 9/11, and we know that we know so little about 9/11, and yet we're still stuck with parts of the Patriot Act that, uh, that make it impossible to, uh, to fly the way you used to. You know, when my dad started traveling a long time ago, the procedure was simple. You showed up, you bought a ticket, you got on the plane, and it worked beautifully. And now you show up, you get irradiated by backscatter x-ray radiation, you get felt up, uh, you get herded around, and you got to wear a mask, and it's, uh, it's a big mess. They can make it worse. They can make it worse. Uh, read this story from the week about the, uh, the tracking system they want to put into place. Because however much control they have, they always want that much more. And they have the strangest, strangest way of getting it. Um, a, a brief departure. I think I've got time. I'll speed the rest up. You know, 20 years ago, 19 years ago, uh, we had a big change in uh, airline travel that was already heavily restricted um, because of certain some people did some things and the rest of us had to pay the price uh, one year I could fly commercial with a pocket knife and the next year you know I had to empty my pockets take off my shoes and my belt and be treated like a prisoner despite the fact that I hadn't committed no crime you too um, I was up at a Federalist Society uh, function right after 9-11, and they were talking about, oh, the Patriot Act will cure, we'll have security on the you know, air marshals and you know, fl uh, chafing flares, uh, it'll be safe. I said, well, hey, why don't we just go back to the, the, you know, the Second Amendment, you know, like you had in the 1960s and early 70s, have Americans carrying guns the way that we're supposed to, even on planes. Because if, you know, if there'd been a couple armed people on those planes, the big story of the day was, you know, dead terrorists shot by good people. And there are stories. There's a story out of the 70s, I think earlier mid-70s. There was a, a plane that got hijacked. 
And the pilot gets on the intercom. He says, hey, I got this jerk up here with a knife. Would anyone with a gun please come deal with this? And somebody with a 38 Special came up and dealt with it. And so to help us out, Congress soon banned carrying guns on planes. Now they've banned knives, uh, you know, bottles of liquid. And soon they're going to want your DNA. So uh, deal with that. And it's even, getting back to the news, it's even internal now. It has been all this crazy year of 2020. Read about the new restrictions and the police state lockdowns in New York. Where else? Um, more news. Europe, too, is under attack. Same things going on over there. And uh, yet, while the people suffer through lockdowns and the Great Reset, all this upheaval, the usual suspects are so concerned that a bunch of enemy invaders, who don't belong in Paris anyway, have been so mistreated by the cruel police. I, you know, and these are the same types of people that keep hacking off heads and setting off bombs and shooting up churches and everywhere else. Uh, take a look at that. That's my Associated Press story. And somewhere I learned that the Associated Press had recently called something. I, I guess they're calling for kind treatment of enemy invaders. Um, now, you've had the best third quarter ever in the United States, at least according to Wall Street, with all the fake money floating around. For some odd reason, everybody out in flyover land has had a different experience. And now millions of people, a record number, are set to lose their homes because all the bailout funny money programs are ending. And these people don't have jobs and they can't make mortgage payments. So the, uh, the banks, part of the system, they're going to absorb more wealth. They're going to take ownership of real property and leave you in a bankruptcy court, um, you know, hopefully getting a full discharge. And now I'm, this is, uh, I don't have, have nearly enough time to get into this. Something I've talked about. They finally published my, my big story, uh, the hit, brief history of the Federal Reserve System and how it affects post-World War I United States foreign policy. The two are, uh, they're linked together like that. It's called Debt and Bombs. It's a fascinating story, uh, about 4,000 words. I'm not going to get into it. Um, you can find that at the Piedmont Chronicles, a fantastic online newspaper, uh, on again, off again, in print at newsstands. Uh, one thing I'll take, uh, take issue with, kind of rib at the very good libertarian editor, in my story, I, uh, I assert that the republic, everybody talks about the Constitution and the republic. Well, for all intents and purposes, your republic died uh, before 1960, or, or no later than 1861. It was replaced by an American empire. And the Federal Reserve Act helped convert the American empire into the United States empire that went global uh, and started bombing everybody. So no republic. And uh, as bad as the Fed and all this unwarranted evil warfare around the world is, that's not our two worst problems. Uh, but I met with the editorial note that uh, we can save our republic from, uh, from these two absolute worst problems. Well, the worst problems, uh, I'll just briefly say what they are. It's, a lack, it's either a lack of general intelligence among the people or it's a general lack of intelligence among the people. And the absolute worst problem is a certain wickedness that has uh, descended upon this country and not lately. That's all I'm going to say about that. Take a good long read of that one, and let me give you happy news always the first day. Speaking of wickedness, <clears throat> hallelujah, it is a miracle. I misplaced my Bible. George Soros has gone to church. 
Uh, you know, I, I, I really should read these all the way through. This is totally different than what I expected. It's kind of like the New York Rats. Uh, it, and he, did, he didn't go to repent. He just went uh, as part of another scheme to buy off the Southern Baptist. Doesn't matter what your denomination is, Catholic, Protestant, Independent, they're coming for you. They want you. They'll do whatever they can. A report from Enemies Within the Church, printed below, contains documents obtained by the filmmakers that grant uh, that link grants and funding from a leftist billionaire uh, ethics and liber uh, religious liberty commission of the Southern Baptist Convention and its leader, Russell Moore, Dr. Russell Moore. The documents include uh, grant data showing the Democracy Fund, <coughs> Soros, uh, provided $50,000 for this and that, controversial. Uh, other documents uh, in the report include Dr. Moore's name in some uh, Podesta emails rele uh, released in uh, 2016 by WikiLeaks. No matter where you are, no matter who you are, monitor your institutions, particularly your churches, because they are always looking to come in. Uh, you know, we were told the gates of hell could not prevail upon the church. We were not told that the gates of hell would not attempt to crash right up against the church. And that happens over and over and over again. And uh, that's all I got for today. Monday we'll be back uh, with more uh, great news stories for all the preppers across the land. And uh, hope you have a good weekend. Uh, don't spend too much money on Black Friday or Digital Saturday or whatever it is. Just have a great weekend. Relax. And I'll see you back soon.